Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe that you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of the pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Wynn. Have you ever seen a doctor win one of those best of awards and wondered how'd they get there? Did they pay for that? I know I did. Every time I go flying on the airplane, the magazine that we look at, it always has top doctors. And I look at those options. I look at the winners and I'm like, I am for certain these people paid for this position because how do you rank? How do you actually rank the best doctor? Like you would have to have had multiple surgeries with multiple doctors and then decided so-and-so was the best, right? But as you know, that's not the reality. That's not the practicality. It ends up kind of being a popularity contest. And you know what? I'm actually really okay with that because you know why? I got my third best podiatrist by Reader's Choice Award this last year. And I've only been in practice for five years. So Three of the five years, I got recognized for being the best podiatrist in my community, and I am so proud of it. I, Not because I think I'm actually the best, but because I know people are paying attention to what I'm doing, and that's exactly why I have this podcast. Now, I have friends who have won the Top Doc Awards of America, and they've told me they paid for that. Or somebody within their institution who is on their marketing team paid into that. And I actually have no issues about that whatsoever because we all know that the more people know you, the more business you can have. And if that's just another marketing strategy, so be it. It's kind of like when you pay for an advertisement, but this type of advertisement says that you're the top doctor. So that's pretty cool. But I haven't paid for my position. And I think that's why I'm proud of it is because I am pretty scrappy. I can source things. I work really hard. I can figure stuff out. Sometimes it works in my favor and sometimes it doesn't. But in this particular case, I can give you some pointers as to why I think I actually made it the first time and continue to make it the next two times. So here is my secret. My secret to getting this award was number one, I actually have a really good relationship with my community. So there are, I haven't counted, but maybe close to 15, maybe even more podiatrists within the vicinity of 10, 20 miles of where I'm at. And people will travel the distance to get good care. But they also fuss about traveling beyond 15 minutes too. So I live in this dichotomy of some people will travel hours to work over in Silicon Valley or further up north in San Francisco or down south to Monterey, and I'm right in the middle. Uh, And then there are people who don't want to leave more, travel more than 10 minutes, which is, that's me. I don't want to travel more than 10 minutes from where I live. And that's where I practice. So 
I honestly think that because I am very involved with my local community, with the Chamber of Commerce, with networking, social networking groups, I'm very active on social media, so people see me left and right. I do email campaigns, and so with the email campaigns, I'm sending weekly, bi-weekly emails to my patient list, asking them to put in a vote, or I do that on Instagram, Facebook, in my networking groups. So I am like an octopus. There's an arm everywhere in everything that I do. And I also contribute and sponsor to my local newspapers. I used to purchase ad space and put money here and there for things. And so I think, I think it's really the accumulation of where I put my effort that has finally revealed itself in this tangible award. That's what I think. I don't think that I'm the best at podiatry. I don't think that I outcompete those who have been in the specialty decades longer than me. I just think I knew how to attract the right type of person who is going to vote. And that is oftentimes, if not always, going to be the person who hangs out in social media, which is why I heavily promote being present on social media. It's free marketing. And it has shown to pay itself off. Now, there are a lot of different awards that exist in the community. This is just one type. Every magazine has their own. Every association has their own. But this one in particular, I've been consistent with them for the last three years. And so I think that's what's been working for me. So what can you learn from this? Well, you can learn that you can get free marketing by marketing. So it's an accumulation of all the marketing efforts I do. Plus, I do a really good job in taking care of my community, my friends, my patients, my referral sources, the doctors, you know, I try to keep a good relationship with them. It also doesn't hurt that my husband is also a physician, he's a surgeon, that reinforces us as the two surgical couple in the community. And so if you know one, you probably know the other. And so it does matter who you hang out with, who your company is. And I think that has big weight as to being recognized in my community. That's not to say you have to marry yourself, someone who can help elevate you, but it doesn't hurt. You know, I didn't go into this profession thinking this would ever happen, but here we are. So you end up using what you have. And so I took advantage of our networking relationship. Him and I, we don't really cross paths a lot as far as patient referrals or shared of patients. You know, he does general surgery. I do foot and ankle. Sometimes we have shared patients, but we don't discuss it openly. We don't go home talking about all our patients or anything, but all of the doctors, the network of doctors that he knows, I know, and vice versa. So the community is small enough to recognize one and then recognize the other. So I think that was my edge in a way. So my relationship was the edge and my social media presence certainly helped a lot as well. There are other things to learn from this and that is you may not know that what you're doing is working until you see the end result like a cute little award. And I think that's just really cool. Because the first year, I was really pushing to be recognized within my community. And this was the way to do it. And then the following year, I just kind of forgot about it. And so I didn't promote it as much. But because I created a, an existence 
it just continued to exist. And I don't think the other doctors are really pushing it as much as I do, mostly because they are well established and they don't care. That's my suspicion. So I'm newer in the game, which means I have to work a little bit harder to put my name out there to stand out. And I'm totally okay with that. I am down with the hustle. So I love that I can share this with you because I want you to see what it takes to actually get recognized. And what I do see a lot, oftentimes from doctors who want to direct care practice, is they think that they can't do it or that their community won't appreciate it. And people even look at me and say, well, you live in a wealthy community. And I'm like, how do you know? California has, I don't know how many millions of people. How do you know that my community would support my direct care practice? And the reality is they're just saying things as an excuse of why they can't do it. And that is totally not true. And you may have heard me say it in the past. When I first opened my private practice, it was in a community with a median household income of $35,000 or $38,000. It wasn't that much, but I was still servicing people and people were still seeking out my care. Since then, I've moved about another 10, 15 minutes away and built my business to five years worth of marketing. And it brought me here to be with you today. And so I get to share these wins with you. And it's not because I live in a wealthy community. It's because I've just been in it for so long and I've been pushing so hard and I've been consistent and I've just continued to produce good results, good rapport. And that's what business ownership looks like. I don't want to show up here and pretend this came easily. I've had a lot of meltdowns. I've had a lot of times where I had to ask my husband to take care of my daughter because I was not functional. I needed space. I needed to be away. I needed to cry by myself. That's what business ownership looks like. And I want you to accept that this is a hard path, but that doesn't mean when things get hard, you just stop. You can take breaks. You need to refuel and then you just keep going. And that's what that looks like. And I really get bummed when I hear about doctors giving up so soon. They're in their first year of their direct care practice. And maybe the first month, they're not seeing patients. They're not full. Week number four, they're still not full. Month number three, they still haven't made their six-figure income. And it's kind of like, you gotta, you got to evaluate what you're doing and, and measure it. You can't just do all the things and just assume you're going to make your six figures that you want in your first year. You just have to give certain things time. That doesn't mean it's not working. So a lot of us are very consumed with the endpoint, with the endpoint of X dollar of revenue, right? I certainly was. I had this big ambitious goal that once I get there, I would be so happy. And then I never got there and I felt like all the work that I was doing was not enough. Therefore, I'm a failure. Therefore, I should just stop what I'm doing, right? Wrong. I didn't stop. I just kept going and then I revised my goals. So my goals didn't match the work I was putting in. Now, you're going to see working hard is not necessarily going to produce the income that you want. There are strategies. There are techniques. There are blueprints in the things that you could be doing to maximize your return on investment. And I had to take a really hard look at myself. I didn't love going door-to-door meeting doctors all day long. I didn't love having to put myself out there. It was so awkward for me to be on camera, to be on 
social media to talk about things that are just so normal and almost boring to me because I talk about it every single day and to present it in a way that is mildly entertaining on social media to get people's attention. I didn't like to do any of that, but I did it anyway because I ended up getting out of my head. I ended up saying, this is not really about me. This is about who I can help. So the person who I can help does not know all the things that I can do for them. So it is my job to show up and let them know what that is. When somebody says, oh, I have foot pain, do you recommend orthotics? That is an easy conversation to have. When someone talks about they're having complicated surgeries, they're having multiple surgeries, I can look at that situation and say, well, if you had gone to me, I could have done X, Y, and Z, you know, because there are new techniques or things that I do that nobody else does. And that's because I continued to invest in myself to make sure that I do something very special, very unique to stand out from insurance options. I did a lot of inner work to get to where I'm at, and I'm going to continue to push forward until I don't have to anymore. That is my work ethic. That is who I am. That is what gives me drive is to diversify the work that I do and to ensure that I show up in a way that's authentic to me and it gives me joy. So what's fun for me is being able to learn a lot of things all the time, new things all the time, right? And making sure that people know what I do all the time. And it's kind of like the story about you know, people don't love repetition when they're on social media and they're trying to figure out what to say. They're like, oh, I already said that already. Well, there are some stories out there that has been repeated time after time after time and people still love it. And I'm going to steal an example from Dr. Una on Trandy's podcast where she talks about how every single year around Christmas, it's the same story. We hear about Jesus, right? We hear about the birth. We hear about the Virgin Mary, and you know, let me tell you, I'm not religious whatsoever, so I don't really know the whole story, but we kind of know the same story is going to repeat itself year after year. And that's the thing about marketing is, yes, it's boring to you, it's redundant to you, but if you haven't reached enough people to fill up your clinic, you've got more stories to tell. You've got to repeat yourself until your clinic is full. So with that, that is how I got my award. Long story short, right? But anyway, I hope you were able to take away some gems out of this episode as to how I was able to get this recognition that I'm really grateful that I can share this with you and how you can be on your way to creating your own way in your community, your own recognition and win your awards. And just keep in mind, if you, even if you don't win awards, like it's not that big of a deal. It's just a marketing ploy. But if you do, celebrate it too. You know, nothing is too small to celebrate. If you don't win it, it doesn't mean you're not a great doctor. It just means not enough people know about what you do, and so you got to keep going at it. All right? Okay, that's all I've got for today. I'll check back with you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect. Find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this. Be the energy you want to attract. See you next time.